just chills, ladies and gentlemen, hearing that intro song. It, I mean, you might say to yourself, Elliot, come on, it's November 5th, it's fall out there. Maybe that's what the chills are. Maybe it's just a little drafty in the studio. Maybe you're just... Nope. Sorry, folks. I'll tell you exactly what it is. We are back. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the November 5th, 2017 edition, Season 5 of The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. Once again, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for yet another season. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for making the first four seasons of The Court Report as amazing as it was. And uh, thank you for joining us for yet another season. This is the first of many episodes that we will have. Get into what's going to happen this year a little later on, but uh, let's run through the uh, the usual intro. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Every week we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-W-E-I. I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. You can like the Court Report fan page also. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. This year, we're also going to be starting up an Instagram page. Um, that uh, I believe the, the handle for that is NSN Court Report. You can like it. I'm going to be posting all over the place. You can... Just find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook, find me find me wherever, wherever you can. It's going to be an amazing year, and I want to have you have me at your fingertips. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, once again, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, back with us for yet another year. Those amazing guys down in Brooklyn who, uh, again, as we've said all along, if you've won a championship, if you've taken home any piece of hardware from the Yeshiva League over the last decade or so. It's come from Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. You know what they can do. You know how good they are. I use them for just about everything. I use them for my for my junior high hockey tournament. Use them for the Hask alumni hockey tournament that we had just a few weeks ago that I want to talk about. It was an amazing event, and I can't wait to give you the details of that. That was so much fun. And uh, these guys, the the effort and the the just what they put out for an event of that magnitude, as well as everything else that they do, spectacular. So if you really if you're really looking for something, don't look that far. Give them a call seven one eight seven six nine four one 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 for all of your trophy and plaque needs at seven one eight seven six nine four one one one. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, official, coach, analyst, but most of all, like you, a Yeshiva League fan, a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week for yet another season. As we on the Nachum Siegel Network are all digital, if you're listening to us on your smartphone, great, amazing, awesome. If you're listening to us on the computer, though, that means if you have a smartphone, if you haven't downloaded the NSN app already, do so. You'll have access to all of last season's episodes of The Court Report, all of the season before the season before, all the way back to season one. Plus, you'll be able to send in comments for each of our shows. Please keep the comments nice, as usual. Much like the show is not about me criticizing, degrading, disrespecting players, coaches, teams, officials, schools, 
please be courteous enough to do the same. Folks, I can't tell you how amazing it is to be back on the air for yet another season. Uh, I hope everybody had an amazing summer. Mine was uh, uh, I, not so eventful. A little thing called the wedding before the summer. Uh, yeah, something small like that. So, yes, yes, folks, this is my first official Court Report show as a married man. And for that, I, I really must thank uh, my lovely wife, Amanda, for allowing me to continue to broadcast out to the entire world. Uh, I must thank her so much. Uh, kids, remember, when, a con- when, <laughs> when you get married, these are the types of decisions you got to run by the missus, because uh, if not, uh, things might not be a little too great around the house. But no, seriously, um, thank you to uh, my wife for, for everything and for um, you know putting up with this on a what will be a weekly basis or mostly weekly basis um yeah so this summer other than that really just about biding time waiting for this to come around again it's it's always amazing to 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 think about having a show on the air and it's always amazing to think about it being about the yeshiva league you know this is really the first of its kind and the only of its kind we over the last few years the court report has really become the only place where you can find out about every sport in the fall in every league. I mean, we're not just talking about, you know, varsity. Uh, we're not just talking about JV. We're not just talking about hockey. We're not just talking about basketball. We're not just talking about boys. We're not just talking about girls. There are other places you can get your, you know, your your scores for, you know, be it one or two or the other for boys, not girls, for varsity, not JV. But you know what? The court report is the only place, not only we can get the scores, but where you're going to get full in-depth analysis of what is going on around the Yeshiva League. And I'm, again, really thrilled, really happy to be able to bring that to you. It's It's been an honor for the last four years and looking forward to yet another phenomenal season. A lot of things have happened in the first two weeks of the regular season, and can't wait to get into that with you. We're going to change things up a bit this year. Because it is November 5th, it's a very late start already. The holidays were about a month ago, and the season started a little earlier than it usually uh, usually is. Uh, didn't really have time to do what we usually do. In the past, I've sat down with uh, TABC head coach Mo Fuchs to discuss hockey. I've brought on a uh, somebody from basketball to discuss the upcoming basketball year. This year, just with the way things are going, just how quickly some teams have dove into the regular season, it just felt appropriate to, I guess, navigate around that and just dive right in. And I will have people on over, I'll probably have Coach Fuchs on over the next week or two to sort of just give a, I guess, a recap of the early season and to just give our our spin on the regular season in hockey. And we'll do the same for basketball over the next couple of weeks as well. Um, in lieu of that, uh, when we go, start going through the different leagues today, I'll give you a little bit of a... Uh, of the preview that we would normally give, you know, I'll give you a little bit, I'll give you a recap of what happened last year, give you a little bit more on the schedules uh, and a little bit more on each team as we go along. Uh, along the way, we're going to do the same thing we usually do. Going to give you results, going to give you stats, going to give you 
uh, standings. We're going to give you the schedule for the week ahead. And we're going to make sure that you are the most knowledgeable about what is going to happen in the Yeshiva League. Um, friends will stop you. Friends will ask you. They'll say, hey, did you hear what happened in the game last night? You'll be like, yep, not only did I hear about it, I can tell you everything you need to know about it because that's what you're going to hear right here on the court report. So before we get in, I just want to talk a little about another event that happened over the summer um, and a couple of other things as well and, and uh, focusing on what's gone on in the early part of the year. So one of the amazing things that uh, that have happened over the last couple of months has sort of been this wave of alumni competitions. Uh, back at the end of May, the uh, the basketball uh, there was a basketball alumni tournament uh, that was uh, it was a charity alumni event raised a lot of money and some really good competition with uh, players from yesteryear, a lot of players from around my year and some in between. And at the middle of the summer, got a phone call and was like. Uh, you know, Elliot uh, putting together, and this was the organizers of the event, this was Gillard Rosenberg, Sam Schertz, two former DRS uh, team members, hockey team members, said, Elliot, you know what, trying to put together this event, how can we go out and make it as special as possible? And so for the next couple of weeks, the three of us, along with Hask, amazing organization, the three of us sat down, got in rooms, got together and said, you know what, this is what we're going to do. We went out, Got a uh, got a nice tournament put together. Uh, school came back September. We ended up having it in four schools out, or three sorry, three schools out in Bergen County, and it was the most fun thing I have ever been a part of. It's it's great to know that for the future, that the if your time in the school may be over, but. You know, there's still going to hopefully be this outlet for you to still have that feeling of what it was like when you were on, you know, on a team in school. And the good part is, it's not just going to be the kids or that your teammates with, or the, sorry, the adults that were kids that you were teammates with. It's going to be a nice group. I happened to uh, help put together and play in the Rombom team. There were, you know, guys there who. I've coached. There were guys there who um, were around when I first started coaching in the Yeshiva League, and even up to the past couple of years in the Yeshiva League. So you get that nice mix, and it's very interesting to see it, and it's, it's just a great and fun event, and I, I'll talk more about what next year's event will be like, probably a little more towards the end of the regular season, but... You know, with basketball having theirs, hockey having theirs, it's great to just bring people back into the fold. And both tournaments raise a great amount of money for some great causes. So kudos to that. And I just wanted to share that with you because it's an amazing thing to have a community, to have a brotherhood or a sisterhood that that returns to its roots, so to speak. And I can't wait to see what future successive years brings and who comes back and who d- decides that they want to return and become or continue to be members of the respective brotherhoods. You know, it doesn't have to stop just because your time in the Yeshiva League is over. So, I mean, that was, again, just something I wanted to share with you before we began. 
um, a couple of things that have already gone on this year. As you know, you can check for the scores on the Yeshiva League website, www.myhsal.com. They'll give you the scores and results. Uh, most most of them will be in by the end of the night of the gameplay. It's some some stragglers uh, a little bit. It took a couple of days for some of the games this past week to get up on the site. But, uh, you know, that's it's a, it's a place where the coaches enter the results and everything. So if you really need as close to up to the minute um, standings and and um, results or the schedule for the weeks ahead, that's where you will be able to find it. Um, so just before we begin, just want to say a couple more thank yous again. Thank you, obviously, to Nachum Siegel. Obviously. Um, Nachum puts a lot of faith in this show because it connects to the youth, it connects to the next generation, and uh, I, I thank him for that. I thank him for everything that he has done in the promotion and the creation of this show, and um, I, I look forward to really proving that this show, as it has for the first four years, uh, that this show really is one of those that can be a staple and and one that can, that people can really rally around. And I thank you most of all for making that a reality. Thank you so so much for that. Uh, again, thank you to my amazing sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Every year, it, it just continual support, and I am ever thankful for that. Uh, by the way, um, if you would like to become a sponsor of the Court Report, please reach out to me. We are always looking for. Uh, continuous support, and that also goes further into what we did at the end of last year, where um, we will be putting together, hopefully, again, God willing, at the end of this year, we will be putting together the championship games for JV and varsity basketball, JV and varsity hockey. Uh, We're still in discussions regarding uh, girls' uh, JV and varsity basketball. We'll get back to you at a later date on that, but we are going full speed ahead on the boys' hockey and basketball JV and varsity championships, and we are looking for sponsors. Last year, uh, huge success for both of them. Within 24 hours of each show that we posted onto YouTube, we had over 5,000 viewers. That's crazy. It is phenomenal to know that there are 5,000 people tuning into a particular game, or particular two games, or four games, or what could be six games. The amount of opportunity for people to see whatever brand it is that you are looking to push, looking to promote, that you would like us to push... The reach is endless. All corners of the globe tuned in to see those games. And just being a part of it. It's one of those things where you feel like you're a part of something greater while you're in the moment. And just to see those numbers, the publicity, the amount amount of reach that those four games has. And it was extremely, extremely fun also to call. Had some great people with me. Uh, for the pre-show, the junior high 
Hockey Championship last year. I had Avi Don Berman on the air with me for the um, for the for the Varsity and JV Championship games. For the um, for hockey, I had David Kolb with me. In the JV basketball championships, I had Frisch head coach Dovey Foreman with me, Frisch JV head coach Dovey Foreman. And on the varsity, I had Gus Kennedy, assistant coach at Flatbush uh, varsity for that game. All very well-known names, all very recognizable, and all people very worthy of sharing that booth with and uh, I thank them for being a part of it and uh, yeah so that's um, that's really where we stand right now and I can't wait for that to happen again you want to sponsor you want to become a part of it you want some you want some brand recognition looking to give that to you give us a call let us know about it with that let's get into the 2017 2018 Yeshiva League season. And we're going to start out with varsity hockey. Last year when we left off DRS champions over Frisch 3 to 1. So coming into the year, a lot of intrigue as to whether the two teams that have played in the last two championships for the age group 2 years ago in the JV final, last year in the varsity final would these two teams be back again? Before we get into that, let's give a little rundown as to the league and the divisions. 19 teams in the league this year. Very big league. Considering two years ago in JV, there are a little less numbers. I think there was only 15. I believe it was nine teams that were, uh, you can say, the East and six from the West. So a lot of growth in the last couple of years. In the Eastern Conference, you have DRS, Hefter, Rambam, Hank, Flatbush, North Shore, Megan David, YDE, Solomon Schechter, and Share Torah. Uh, again, the playoff teams from last year, you had DRS, Hafter, and Rambam, Hank, Flatbush, and North Shore. Um, and the teams just missing out, looking to really get themselves back into the fold. Megan David, YDE, Solomon Schechter, and Share Torah. Out in the West, Frisch, SAR, and TABC. Frisch and SAR, the one and two seeds last year. TABC, Ramaz, JEC, and MTA, the quarterfinal teams, uh, the, the three through six teams to end the season. Kushner, Hillel, and Westchester, are the remaining three teams in the Western Conference. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe that for Westchester, this is uh, this is the first year back for them in a couple of years. So welcome back to the boys from Westchester. A little interesting, considering they only have six, you know, six players on the team. And it's made for some interesting results already for the team as we get into, just as we usually do, just a little bit on the league this year. A lot of intrigue as to, as I said, you know, DRS and Frisch. Uh, some more personal ones, the you know, DRS with uh, with the amount of goals that gave up last year, a really minuscule amount of goaltending, uh, goaltending of Jakey Friedman uh, and his counterparts, or should I say his, his teammates, not his counterparts, but more the entire DRS goaltending, uh, DRS only being bolstered this year by the addition of uh, Zach Finkelman from Rambam. So that defense really gaining an upgrade and uh, putting themselves out there as the team to beat in the East. 
couple of teams that are looking to challenge them. You have Hefter, who right, literally right behind them, really good offense, a couple of a uh, couple of solid players up on that offensive line, and also in that looking to get in front, taking um, taking a transfer from DRS, also completing the Goldberg twin pair now in Hafter. The group behind them is uh, it's it's really strange. I'll get into that a little more in the in the. Uh, recap section for the last week, but you have a cluster of five teams that are literally going to be unpredictable this year. Hank, Flatbush, North Shore, Mag and David, Rombaum. It's it's strange. And Solomon Schechter thrown in that mix. It's so strange how the first week and a half of events really show you just how an amazing and unpredictable and such a roller coaster ride this year is going to be. Out in the West, TABC jumps up a little bit with the addition of Natanel Kramer transferring out of JEC. So the question is, can they match Frisch? Can they match SAR? Will Frisch be able to get back to the finals? Will SAR leap over them and make it uh, you know make it this year given the talent of that uh, of that team there the magnitude of players they have uh, we're going to have to wait and see the early season results show a lot of potential for those three teams but they're going to face some stiff opposition from Ramaz JEC MTA Kushner Hillel and Westchester um, just gonna move just gonna move to, I, I guess, what we usually do, talking about the schedules. Um, eh, you know, I'll save that for when we talk with head coach Mo Fuchs, just to get his take on that as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to dive in, and we're going to start with uh, what happened this past these past two weeks. And we'll start out with DRS. We'll start out with the defending champions, DRS, beginning the year with an 11-0 drubbing of Mag and David all the way back on the 23rd. DRS would follow that up with another blanking, a 7-0 blanking of Hank this past Wednesday night. Now, what's interesting about that is that score is actually the exact same score that DRS defeated Hank in the semifinals two years ago when they played. Um, you, you, You might think that these two teams are sort of in the same spots, but while DRS is where it is, and as I said, with the addition of another superstar, especially on defense, you know, one would think that, oh, well, you know, Hank is, Hank is, has, has sort of improved as well. Well, I mean, we'll get the chance to see that this year, but it hasn't exactly been the best start for the Hurricanes, a very up and down sort of beginning for Hank. Hank, the first Wednesday of the, uh, of the regular season, went into JEC, uh, they were able to erase deficits of one nothing and 2-1 to come from behind, but needed to come from behind on a JEC team that was severely depleted over the summer with several people um, taking off to other places. But in that game, Alicia Schmutter and Sammy Simcha scored for JEC. Josh Blitzstein with two goals and uh, Jacob Schwartzman with the winner with four minutes to go in the third period of play. Hank would follow that up, though, with what 
would consider to be an upset given the two teams and the, and the level of talent on the two teams with North Shore defeating the Hurricanes 5-2 to two on the 30th. Four goals and an assist for Arie Valinsky. Jacob Schwartzman and Hootie Silverman were the ones to score for Hank in the loss. They would follow that up. Oh, actually, sorry, not follow, I'm sorry, not follow that up. For North Shore, moving over to North Shore, um, that would be, well, just finishing up on Hank. Finishing up on Hank. So Hank going one and two to open the season. A, uh, a very interesting development, obviously close to JEC, that game being in JEC. But games, uh, the game against North Shore was one that Hank probably should have and really needed to have, especially when it comes to the race for the third. And as some might have thought they could possibly do, the second seed for the year. So taking that loss this early on in the season really puts a damper on that. Moving, Speaking of North Shore, we'll move over to North Shore now. For North Shore, um, that Hank win definitely serves well for them. They started off the year with a 6 nothing loss to Hafter. Hat-trick for Abe Goldman, former North Shore player, now Hafter senior. Uh, uh, hat-trick for him in the victory for Hafter. That's their the only game they've played over the last two weeks, and they sit at 1-0 and with two points. North Shore... Uh, would be in action another time this past Wednesday in Rombaum. Four different scorers to pace the Ravens. It was 2-2 going into the third period. Rombaum scoring two goals in the third to pull away. Mason Krebs, Benny Schillag, Ethan Sullivan, and Jake Corman scored for the Ravens, who looked none the worse for wear, even without Finkelman, in the victory for Rombaum. It was their second victory on the week, having also defeated Mag and David 7-1 to two nights earlier. For Mag and David, though, the week would not be a total loss this past Thursday night. Mag and David hosting its cross-Brooklyn rivals, the Flatbush Falcons, defeating the Falcons 2-1 to in overtime. Momo Goldman scoring the goal for, uh, for Flatbush during regulation. But in the third, Mag and David's Albert Haddaff would score to tie the game. Mayor Sakal scoring the overtime goal to win it with 27 seconds remaining in the overtime session. Uh, for Flatbush, it would be a sour end to a week that also saw them, uh, sorry, not drop, also saw them uh, play a hard-fought game uh, with Shari Tora. Scoreless into the second, the Stars jumped on the board first before three straight Falcon goals by Ricky Esses, Mark Shalam, and Momo Goldman. Shari would cut the lead to one, but Stephen Sutton would knock the game away in the third to give Flatbush the win. So Flatbush going one and one on the week. A little troubling times for the Falcons, though. We'll discuss that fully in a couple of minutes. Um, for Shari Tora, that would be the first of two games, also taking a loss to Solomon Schechter this past Wednesday night. So, taking a look at the East, we start out with DRS at the top, along with Rambam at 2-0. and Flatbush 1-0-1 with the win and the overtime loss with three points. A slew of teams with two points, Hafter and Solomon Schechter at 1-0. Hank, North Shore, Mag and David at 1-2. and two. 
Shari Torah at 0-2, and nestled right above them, YDE at 0-1. YDE taking a 6-1 loss to MTA a couple, uh, sorry, last Sunday. Uh, Ellie Berg with two goals for the Lions in the victory. Moving over to the West, considering we were talking about MTA, uh, just go back to, we're going back to the start of the Western Conference year. Kushner beginning the season with a 16-1 to win over Westchester. Um, not, not fun. I guess it's, it's always good to be a part of the league. I know the, the first couple of games not being all that fun for Westchester. Massive double-digit losses to SAR and JEC as well. Uh, so Westchester 0-3. Um, again, six kids on the team. And it is what it is. These kids get to be a part of the league, get to have their fun, and we're happy for them to be a part and just thankful that, again, there's an outlet like this league for people who want to be a part. Um, On to, uh, ironically, those two teams that they faced at the end there, SAR and JEC, would also meet up this week against each other. SAR would walk away with the victory over JEC this past Thursday night. Going back to the top of the year, Kushner would follow up their win with a loss, a 10-0 loss to Ramaz the, a few days later. Kushner, for Kushner, it would be the first of two losses in the time period, also taking a loss to Frisch, 6 to nothing. For uh, Frisch and Ramaz, Kushner's two opponents, the two would play early on, uh, two days after. Frisch and Ramaz would play two days after Ramaz and Kushner played. Game was scoreless into the second period. Charlie Bendheim with the game's only goal in the second. Charlie Freilish with the shutout in Frisch's one nothing victory over Ramaz in the rubber court in the city. Also playing that week, they played uh, Ramaz. Also played TABC this past Thursday night in eight nothing loss to the Storm. And the final game on the week, we talked about MTA before. MTA moving to 2-0 with a 10-1 win over Hillel. Jonathan Fellman with the hat-trick in the victory. So looking at the Western Conference standings, you have three teams with four points. Frisch, SAR, and MTA all at 2-0. TABC at 1-0 with two points. Ramaz, JEC, and Kushner each at 1-2. Hillel 0-1 and Westchester 0 oh, and 3. So taking a look at what we see at this point, the East, as I said, is going to be a roller coaster. You have Rambam taking a win over North Shore, who took a win over Hank. Uh, you have Solomon Schechter, Flatbush, and Shari Torah all in the mix there. Flatbush beating Solomon, beating Shari Torah, losing to Mag and David. You got Solomon Schechter beating uh, Shari Torah. So if you were to take this these first this first week, I know it's obviously only one week, but if you were to take this week and you were to look at it, you would not know what is going. Honestly, you would have no idea where to even begin with it, especially if you were a fan of the JV League that uh, that occurred two seasons ago. This is going to be an amazing year. I can already tell you that right off the bat. For the Western Conference, things have gone a little more chalk, a little more as as planned, but that doesn't mean that um, that it's going to stay that way over the next couple of days. Some really fun contests that you might 
you might uh, see shaking up the Western Conference. Taking a look at the week ahead, Monday night, tomorrow night, a huge slate of games. Rambam will host Ramaz uh, uh, tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m. Last time these two teams played, I was on the Rambam bench. I believe it was a 5-2 win for Rambam over Ramaz two years ago. So it'll be the first time in two years that these two teams get to play each other. Flatbush will take on North Shore in uh, the second game of a doubleheader. So Flatbush trying to right the ship. North Shore also looking to get off the snide. The two teams, uh, one of those two teams, at least one of those two teams will walk out of the gym with points. Monday night, though, the marquee matchup. Frisch and SAR. Last year, the two teams split the regular season meeting. Frisch ending up taking the division title by mere hairs over the SAR Sting, uh, SAR dropping out in the semifinals of DRS, Frisch bowing out in the championship game. But uh, early season battle between these two that uh, will definitely give one of these teams a leg up in the seedings before they play again a little later on in the year. Also happening tomorrow night, YDE and Shari Torah. Westchester will host MTA. Tuesday night, Westchester getting right back at it, hosting Hill. So for Westchester, that's going to be five games in the first, um, I guess, two and a half weeks, almost halfway through their schedule already. Uh, For those of you that are looking for probably what would be I'm going to say something extremely original and something I don't believe has ever happened before. I have to check uh, I have to check the record books on this one. Wednesday night, if you're looking to see three teams in the same building, you will get it. If you were to go to DRS, you will see the DRS varsity team take on two opponents back to back. At 6:45, DRS is going to take on Solomon Schechter. and at 8:30, the varsity team is going to battle Shari Torah. So I don't believe that's ever happened before, and uh, it could be the first time that certainly, I believe, the first time that a team has played two games in one night back-to-back. We're not talking a JV varsity doubleheader. This is a varsity varsity doubleheader, but if there's one team in the East that can get that done, it would be the DRS Wildcats. Again, DRS not letting up a goal at this point in the year. Obviously, only two games in, but uh, the one against Hank, the game against Hank, really does say a lot for them, especially Jakey Friedman in net, how he can do this year, whether or not he can top last year. And uh, really, as a discussion that we'll have as the year goes on, what Jakey Friedman needs to do to really be considered one of the higher echelon players um, in the Shiva League history in net. Continuing on with the schedule, Frisch will face Ramaz on Wednesday night, and Hafter We'll meet up with Hank, two Eastern Conference foes. Hank will uh, try to right the ship against a team that they probably now need to take a win off of if they want to be able to leapfrog over Hafter later on in the year. Uh, Mag and David will host JEC Wednesday night, and YDE will host Rambam. Thursday night, we'll see Hillel and Shari Torah do battle in a cross-conference game. Saturday, Flatbush will host YDE on Saturday night. And two Sunday games next week, Hafter and Frisch, in what will probably be an intense game uh, if history is any 
indicator. The two teams met up in the JV semifinals two years ago. Again, that Hafter team, a revamped team, that Hafter team now uh, having Abe Goldman and the Goldberg twins. So that's going to be a a much different team than was on the court in that semifinal two years ago. And finally, TABC will get back into action on Sunday the 12th, hosting Hillel. Starting next week, we will give you the varsity rankings. Uh, We'll have the first varsity rankings out next week. Moving on to JV. So JV setup this year is, um, is pretty pretty standard. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Uh, yeah, eight teams in the East and seven teams in the West. In the East, DRS, Hafter, Hank, Flappish, Rombaum, North Shore, YDE, and Mag and David. In the West, the two teams from last year's championship game, TABC and Frisch. Again, Frisch walking away victorious in the JV championship game. Ramaz, SAR, Kushner, MTA, and JEC. Um, so just looking at the, at the standings, uh, not even look at the standings, looking at the results for the last couple of games, really, really interesting stuff. It, just the way it worked out is kind of funny of there. Are, there have been 12 games that have been played so far Four of them in the East, four of them in the West and four of them mixed. I, that's never happened before, but it looks really, really funny when you have it mapped out to have, uh, to have that, uh, those four combinations and um just if it's any indicator as to where the balance of power may lie this year of those four games that were played mixed all four went to the west what else is new over the last few years that's just seemed to be the case but going through the games the we're going to start off with quite possibly the most shocking game of the early year uh Hefter looked at to be probably a championship favorite going into the year, meeting up with North Shore. That North Shore team, uh, uh, most of that North Shore team, uh, the remnants of last year's junior high championship, New York junior high championship team facing Hafter in the championship game. Um, And really surprising result. Hafter got on the board first with an Adam Goldman goal in the second period for the Hawks. Ironically, Goldman, a North Shore graduate, was on that championship team. But from there on, North Shore would go on a tear, scoring the next four goals, three from phenomenal freshman Charles Gracious and one from Matan Atlas on an absolutely beautiful pass from Gracious. In the uh, in the middle of the third period, that goal would make it three to one. Gresham would add his third goal for the hat trick a little later on in the period. But a four-one victory for North Shore, where I think that many would have been extremely impressed uh, or very unsuspecting, because North Shore, a a, a, a sorry a freshman heavy team, Hafter, just stocked to the gills with talent. And uh, that was definitely a surprise. Uh, whether or not it was reality or just playing above their station, they would have a little bit of trouble later on in the week as they had a crossover game with SAR and dropped it 5 nothing. Four goal third for the Sting. Three goals from Adam Freilish on the night. The shutout going to Ethan Fromm. Moving back into the East... DRS starting off the year with the blanking of Mag and David, 11 to nothing. 
uh, Mag and David would also play Rombaum later on. Rombaum getting the 10-1 win, and Mag and David also finishing out the Eastern uh, the Eastern slate this past Thursday night. This time, though, taking the win, a 5-4 win over division and borough rival Flatbush. So good times ahead for Mag and David. Both teams, both JV and varsity hockey teams, taking wins over Flatbush. So good for them. Mag and David finishing the week one and two. Uh, Running down through the rest of the games that involve East teams, uh, Hank taking a loss to SAR, a uh, massive loss to SAR. So SAR taking those two, and those would be its two wins on the week. It leads the West with those two wins. Also playing interconference games, YDE would play both of their interconference games. YDE would start out with a 4 nothing loss to, White, to uh, MTA. Gabriel Pudel with two goals. Of Rum Levy with a phenomenal game with the shutter. I happened to ref that game. Levy played extremely well, and we'll get to that in just a second, actually. Uh, the other game, YDE, an 8-1 loss to JEC. David Rosazade, four goals for the Thunder. Sorry, the JEC Thunder. The Thunder versus Thunder matchup there. JEC Thunder with the 8-1 win. As I said, um, uh, MTA would not be their only game on the week. MTA would play two more. So MTA getting getting it done. Three three games of a ten game strat, of a ten game slate within the first week and a half. Um, they would come out with mixed results on the week. The next game would be a four nothing loss to Frisch. Uh, Elliot Eisner two goals. Jason Alter two goals for the Cougars, the defending champion Cougars in their opening game. Evan Solomon with the shutout. They would also end up going to play Kushner. Now, Kushner took the first game of the year, a 15-0 win over Ramaz. Um, and so, given that, and given the, the Kushner being stocked with last year's uh, powerhouse junior high championship team, one would have expected this to be a very lopsided event. But, not so. Avram Levy in net, the MTA team, giving Kushner all it could handle. Kushner firing shots at the net. Avram Levy coming up huge. Kushner and MTA, a 2-2 tie. Max and Ben Orbach scoring goals for the Cobras, but MTA standing strong, going 41 minutes toe-to-toe with the powerhouse and showing that they're not going to be easy pushovers. Again, a 4-0 loss only to Frisch. That's phenomenal in and of itself for a team like that. So MTA is going to be a team to look at as the season goes on. Um, TABC, the only other game, the 12th game, happening this past Thursday, defeating Ramaz 6 to nothing. So taking a look at the standings out in the East, you have four teams with two points. DRS and Rambam at 1-0. North Shore is 1-1. One one. Mag and David, 1-2. And, and you have Flappish, Hank, and Hafter at 0-1-1. YDE at 0-2. Looking out in the West, SAR atop the league at 2-0 with four points. Kushner and MTA, both with three points. Uh, Kushner ahead with one win and one tie. MTA, one win, one loss, one tie. You have Frisch and TABC, both at 1-0 with two points. JEC with uh, with the uh, win over YDE to give them two points. And you have Ramaz rounding out the league at 0-2.
looking at the week ahead, a couple of games on the slate. Rombaum and Hank will face tomorrow night. Hank has owned Rombaum for the last two years, but given this past week's scores, this may be a change. North Shore and Flatbush will do battle tomorrow night as well. Coming up on Wednesday, Hafter and Hank. Hafter looking to rebound and start fresh after that stunning opening night loss. YDE and Rombaum and Frisch and Ramaz will do battle on Wednesday as well. And next Sunday, wrapping out the slate, MTA and North Shore and YDE and Flatbush. Again, next week, we will unveil the first rankings for hockey. Once again, you are listening to The Court Report on the Knockham Seagull Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg. We are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, taking you through the first two weeks of action in the regular season. Well, hockey sort of went a little extra long there, so we're going to get right into into basketball. We're going to save girls' sports for next week. We'll just do JV and varsity basketball right now. We last left you on the courts of Yeshiva University, where the first Cougars were cutting down the Nets as champions of the 2017 season with a 53-45 win over the Heschel Heat. This year, 21 teams going to vie for that same exact spot, uh, 11 in the East, YDE, DRS, Flatbush, Hank, Hafter, Rambam, Magen David, North Shore, Shari Torah, Derecha Torah, and Solomon Schechter. Out in the West, 10 teams, Frisch, defending champions, Heschel, the runners-up, TABC, SAR, MTA, Kushner, Ramaz, Hillel, JEC, and newcomers to the league, please help me welcome the Waterbury, Connecticut Wolfpack, Yeshiva of Waterbury Wolfpack. So the Constitution State getting their first representative in the Yeshiva Leagues. How would they fare in their very first game? We would get to see absolutely early, and that would be in the game against the Kushner Cobras on the 24th of October. Waterbury showing that they were not going to be a pushover right away, and they came away with a victory. 14 points from David Reiser for the first win for the Wolfpack. Kushner's Gabe Plotzker, a double-double in the loss, 12 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, Keep that in mind as we'll get to him a little later on. Waterbury actually taking on four teams in the first week and a half of the regular season, already running through their schedule. I think they may have something to do with the fact that their away games, uh, sorry, their home games are being played in New Jersey at the YNJ. So that may have impacted a lot of what they could actually do with their schedule. Uh, their first home game would be the very next night against the defending champion, the Frisch Cougars. In that one, the Wolfpack got jacked up by the defending champions as the two jacks, Stepner and Levine, both led Frisch in a 68-44 victory. Stepner scoring 18, Levine scoring 13. So the defending champions getting off on the right foot. Waterbury, as I said, would play two more games over the stretch. Uh, the next Monday, they would play TABC, dropping that one 58-44, and then losing to Heschel 51-44. Alex Antibi, 25 points in the win for the defending runner-up, Heschel Heat. So Waterbury starting off a little rocky, but definitely keeping themselves in the mix in their first four games. Now, just a little over a quarter of the way through their season, and as we'll see when we'll get to next week's schedule, already taking on more games. Uh, Definitely a packed schedule. Most of their games happen on this side 
of the calendar turn for the 2017-2018 uh, year. So things are going to get very interesting as Waterbury will show us very early on in the year what they can really do and whether or not they'll be pushing for a playoff position. Rounding back to the rest of the league, speaking about Frisch again, Frisch would follow that up with a 40-point victory over Hillel later on in the week. Judah Strolowitz for Frisch with 9 in the victory. Also happening, Ramaz and JEC uh, met early on in the season. Um, game went down to the wire. A little discrepancy as to what the score was. A couple of places show that the game was tied. A couple of places show that Ramaz had a lead. We're going to go with what the official scorebook told us. Uh, so at this point, Ramaz up to uh, Ramaz. Gabe Fisher gets fouled with one second left, converts two free throws for his 13th and 14th points on the night and the victory. Some bad news for the Rams, though, as well as all-star guard Johnny Povman scoring 12 points on the night, but went down with an injury and will miss about a month of action. The Rams sans Povman, though, able to recover to move to 2-0, defeating MTA this, that last Sunday, 49-40. to in other action, SAR and TABC met last Saturday night. SAR opened up a massive lead from the start. TABC never getting close. Judah Oppenheim and Adam Weiss scored 14 each for the Sting. Sammy Sokol with the double-double, 11 points and 11 rebounds. TABC, as we said, would rebound with their victory over Waterbury two days later. Going back to the Sting, though, the Sting really opening up strong. All SAR sports actually opening up strong, as we mentioned in hockey with uh, with their teams being undefeated. Across the board, SAR sports is undefeated. We'll touch on that more next week when we get into girls sports as well, give a more round look. But SAR opening up, as we said, 61-41 victory over TABC, following that up with two more wins, a 10-point win over Flatbush, 53-43 this past Wednesday night, and last night, a 55-29 victory over MTA. Noah Gurren leading both games. In the Flatbush game, Gurren led with 23 for the Sting, and last night, Gurren leading with 18 points. The other game on the week that involved a West team was a cross game between Kushner and Sharitora. Kushner rebounding from their opening night loss to Waterbury to take the victory 41-35. to As we said, Gabe Plotzker once again being a factor. His second double-double, 17 points, 15 rebounds in the win. Simon Abraham paced Shari with 15 in the loss. Moving over to the East now. The YDE Thunder looking to capitalize on last year's success, starting off the season right, defeating Hafter 54-50. Jaime Sassone, 23 points in the win for the Thunder. Saul Masseri adding 15. It would not be the only game that YDE took on the week, as they would drub Derek Hattora this past Thursday night. Derek Hattora uh, learning to live life without... Uh, top scorer Adam Matovic. Uh, Adam Matovic, uh, a former league leader and now gone. Derek Hattora taking two, sorry, taking three massive losses on the week, losing to Rambam to open up the season uh, overall. Six Rambam players in double digits, including Sam Siklik with 13 points. Rambam dropping 91 on Derek Hattora. Um, that would be followed up for Derek Hattora with a 71-34 loss to North Shore. North Shore transfer Michael Soar in his first game not in a Hank uniform, dropping 35 on the night. I believe that's the high mark for the season as we begin in terms of single-player points scored. 
also happening in the last week. Mag and David would would uh, sorry Norshaw would go into Mag and David after that game this past Tuesday night and lose a big one to Mag and David 70 to 33. So that Mag and David team made up of the uh, majority of uh, well I could say majority but the sophomores of last year's JV champions as we'll get to in just a minute already producing on the young season. We'll get to a little, uh, that a little more as when next week when we discuss the teams that are playing in the Cooper tournament this past weekend. Uh, we'll get to cover Cooper a little more in depth next week. We'll save it for then. Also happening on the week, Solomon Schechter and Flappish met up last Wednesday. Flappish dropping Solomon Schechter 57-29. to Eddie Linzer dropping 13 for the Falcons in the win. Also happening, Hank dropping Solomon Schechter Oren Batesh with 23 for Hank in the victory. Finally, the last game of the week, Solomon Schechter and Hafter met up. Hafter dropping Solomon Schechter by a wide margin. So the standings on the week for the East, YDE at 2-0, Rambam and Hank and Mag and David at 1-0, Flatbush, North Shore, and Hafter at 1-1, DRS yet to begin their Yeshiva League schedule at 0-0, Shari Torah at 0-1, YDH and Solomon Schechter at 0-3. Over in the West, SAR jumping out to a 3-0 record. As we said, Ramaz and Frisch at 2-0. Heschel at 1-0. TABC and Kushner at 1-1. Waterbury at 1-3. Hillel at, uh, uh, has not started there. Actually, Hillel has, I believe. I apologize. Hillel at 0-1. JEC at 0-1. And MTA at 0-2. Schedule for the week ahead. Kushner and TABC uh, played this afternoon. Tomorrow... Derech Torah and, Sol- and Shari Torah play. Salman Schechter hosts Hillel. On Tuesday, Rambam and Flatbush. TABC hosting Ramaz. Wednesday, we'll see Shari Torah and DRS. Thursday, a quadruple slate. Hafter hosting Rambam. Heschel versus Hillel. JEC uh, hosting Waterbury. Salman Schechter and YDE. Saturday night, DRS will host Derech Torah in their, in their home opener. JEC hosting Kushner, Mag and David and Hafter doing battle, and Flatbush and Hank, and Sunday will have Hillel and MTA, and North Shore against Waterbury in Waterbury's sixth game in the first two weeks of the season. Let's quickly move over to JV basketball now before we end our show. Again, like we did for Varsity, uh, cutting down the nets at the end of last season was the Mag and David Warriors over the TABC Storm in YU at the final. Uh, the uh, divisions parsed out as follows. 21 teams overall in the East. DRS, Ezra, Flatbush, Hefter, Hank, Mag and David, North Shore, Rambam, Shari, Torah, and YDE. Out West, Frisch, Heschel, Hillel. JEC, Kushner, MTA, Ramaz, SAR, TABC, Westchester, and Maor. Starting out in the East, uh, seven games on the week, starting out with a DRS win over Rambam by 47-32. DRS at 1-0 in a pack with several other 1-0 teams, but ahead of them, ahead of them all, Hafter. Hafter taking two wins on the week, defeating YDE 69-35 and Ezra 84-20. So Hafter at 2-0 atop the division. DRS, Shari Torah, Magan David, and Hank all at 1-0 for Shari Torah, an 81-35 win over Ezra last Monday. For Hank, it was a 56-42 win over Flatbush this past Tuesday. Noah Goldstein with 24 points for Hank in the victory. 
North Shore behind that pack at 1-1, one one, taking their one win over Ezra, 71-28, but dropping their game with Mag and David, the defending champions, in their opener, 57-36. On the back end, not getting a win on the week, Flatbush, YDE, and Rombaum all at 0-1. Uh, let's see, which of these games have we not covered? I think we got every one of them. Like I said, Rombaum losing to DRS 72-32, to Hafter defeating YDE 69-35, to North Shore 71-28 winners over Ezra, Shari Tora an 81-35 winner over Ezra, Bag and David winning 57-36, to Hank defeating Flatbush 56-42, and Hafter on Ezra 84-20. Home teams winning five of the seven games on the week in the East. Meanwhile, out in the West, Frisch stands atop the standings board at 2-0. Frisch looking to avenge last year's semifinal defeat, starting out their year with a 74-34 win over Maor, and following that up with an 80-34 win over Hillel. Right behind them, TABC looking to avenge their championship game loss, dominating Westchester in their first game Behind them, undefeated also are SAR, JEC, and Hillel. SAR opened their season with a massive win over Maor. JEC, a 51-42 win over Ramaz after a neck-and-neck first half. JEC pulled away in the third for the win. David Rosazade scoring 21 in the victory. Josef Sandler with a double-double, 18 points and 12 rebounds. Heschel with a win over Westchester this past Wednesday night. Kushner at 1-1 one one after dropping Westchester 46-40 in the first game of the season, but then falling to Ramaz, 59-41, to Ramaz's second game in two days on that count. MTA still has yet to start their season. They are 0-0. And then you have Hillel at 0-1, Maor at 0-2, Westchester at 0-3. So Westchester and Ezra uh, bombing through their schedule right away. Uh, three games in the first four, sorry, in the first two weeks of the season. Taking a look at the week ahead, Kushner and TABC will do battle, uh, sorry, did battle today, as did Hafter and Hank. Tuesday, we'll see a triple slate, TABC hosting Ramaz, Rambam hosting Flatbush, and Westchester hosting JEC. Wednesday night, just one game, that's DRS traveling to Shari Torah. Thursday sees three games, so we'll have Heschel and Hillel. Frisch and SAR, what should be an amazing battle at the top. Uh, for the two of the last three years, those two teams have met in the championship game. Flatbush and Ezra will also face off on Thursday. Next Saturday night, Mag and David and Hafter, YDE North Shore, Maor Heschel. And on Sunday, SAR will host Ramaz and Hillel will host Westchester. So by this time next week, Westchester will have played five games and will be halfway through their season already. That about wraps up our show. Thank you for tuning in again to our season premiere. Next week, we will get to girls' sports. We'll talk a little bit more about basketball. We'll talk about the Cooper tournament from this past week, and we'll dive into hockey and whether or not the SAR Sting can continue their undefeated streak. 
If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the court report in our archives on the Nakam Sequel Network app. Tomorrow morning, jam the AM with Nakam Sequel from 6 to 9 a.m., live on the app or at NakamSequel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on jam in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and our new Instagram account. Remember, folks, good to be smart, but better to be wise. See you next week, right here on The Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Nachum Siegel Network. NachumSiegel.com